Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Paul Andrigo here, realestatepodcastshow.com. Today is another really exciting episode, and uh, it's basically because of one of the uh, wonderful things that happens uh, online. In this this case, it was Twitter. I'm having a conversation with uh, this gentleman that led to sort of the idea of us doing a podcast. And uh, we're here at the point where we're doing a podcast. I'm in between appointments today, so you might hear some city noises in the background, but that's what keeps it real. Uh, And I want to welcome this gentleman to the show. He's going to tell you his name and a little bit about him. Hey, Paul. How are you doing today, man? Thanks for, you know, the invitation on. Doing great, Isaac. Yeah, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for your time. So, uh, yeah, I guess do a little bit of a intro to let people know who you are and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. My name is uh, Isaac Mashman. I'm originally from Jacksonville, Florida here in the United States, and I'm currently living in a state that probably most people who aren't from the United States forget about, and that is Little Rock, Arkansas. I've been here for about three years now. met my girlfriend online, moved here, and uh, poof, never thought I'd be here. But Oh my uh, God, that's a, that's an amazing story. And I, I do know of Arkansas from uh, music references and, of course, from uh, one of your past presidents. Yeah. And, and, you know, Bill Clinton is from, um, I believe he, I don't think he's from Little Rock specifically, but he is from Arkansas and the the airport here is actually named that. Um, And a little bit about me professionally, I run a public relations firm called Mashman Ventures, and I specialize in uh, personal branding. Uh, This is an aspect that is growing in our current culture. If you think about social media, you think about what you're doing online, you think about how you can grow a business, personal branding is at the center of that. Every single time you're on a social media platform, ultimately you are doing something to grow your personal brand. And a couple of years ago, um, you know, I, I pretty much straight out of high school, I jumped into the world of business rather than taking the traditional um, route to go to college. And it was a trial and error process of trying to find what I wanted to do, what I could see myself sticking with, and what was scalable for the foreseeable future, you know, looking for that vehicle. And, um, you know, we could talk about, you know, having that primary vehicle to allow you to make other investments, because real estate, you know, is not something that is my primary focus, but is something that definitely have a keen interest in and am looking to learn more about over the following couple of years. But the thing is, I didn't want that to be my career, but I wanted it, wanted a vehicle to allow me to make those investments and do those things. And so a lot, a lot of what I'm doing today is helping other people grow their personal brands um, in a consultancy fashion and really just highlighting and pinpointing what they could do to improve their online presence, what they could do to grow their local reputation, what they could do to strengthen what they have going on. And that's kind of a, a 30,000 foot, you know, overview. Yeah. That's a great, that, that, and that's a great start, Isaac. And, and the reason why I think that this kind of falls into the, um, and I'm a record store guy. I've collected vinyl records pretty much before it was cool. Uh, I still have my 1980s vinyl records. Uh, I like going to the record store and looking at the un, um, the uncategorized stuff and, and seeing what people put in those categories. So this podcast, I think, is going to be a bit of branding, a bit of marketing, and possibly some you know connection to people, uh, again, in my business, even though it's not what you do. But it is what I do, and, and we talked about it in, in the preamble uh, about how it might be important for people to um, have someone like you uh, helping them with proper branding because, um, 
you know, there are surprises and things like that that can happen in life. And, and you kind of want to know, uh, you kind of want people to know uh, what it is you do um, as much as possible without necessarily, you know, turning, you know, family members off as, as we were talking about in the beginning of the, uh, the beginning of the lead up to the podcast. Yeah, well, you know, and I feel like we should possibly mention that really quick to kind of give the listeners insight into what we were talking about. But I use the example yeah. of the real estate agent who has obviously every single person has family, you know, pretty much for the most part. And they're the realtor of the family, yet nobody in the family uses them because they forget that, oh, cousin Susan is a real estate agent. So yeah. when it comes time to buy or sell a house, rather than going and using their family member and helping them benefit and helping them, you know, grow their business, grow their income, they use an external party, right? They use somebody outside of the family and, you know, not to sound too mafia, you know, mafia, like, you know, using somebody yeah. out the family, but yeah, you know, yeah, if you yeah. think about who you want to give your business to, who you want to support. I want to see the people who are close to me that I know, like, and trust, and that I'm even related to, um, you know, benefit. I, I want to make yeah. sure that I'm able to help that. And so one of the big things is if you're in real estate or if you're in any business, really talking and having the confidence to let other people in on what you're doing and kind of express that, hey, I can help solve this problem. I have the answer to your problem, you know, and, and that's something that a lot of people fail to do. You are, again, the reason you're hitting this nail, you're hitting this nail on the head in, in a bigger way than you know, is that take a wild guess at what 20, not 20, probably like 100,000 re realtors are talking about at this exact moment on all the Facebook groups that I belong to, take a wild guess. Yeah. It's exactly what we're talking about here where, oh my God, my cousin so-and-so just sold their house and they decided to go with another agent. It's happened to me many times when I was starting out just because of the fact that I didn't know the politics of this process. And it's different with each person by the way it's not even one way it's, it's it's for some people that they don't want anybody knowing their business for somebody else they might have you know known this other person for you know so many years that they've already, they already had the job so there's so many like variables outside of it so the fact that you're addressing it you literally could have a real estate ted talk which is what this might be uh without you even knowing that it is it's that it's that big of a problem well, and I can think of a, a limiting belief that probably many people have that I would have in my own business, working with people to to build out their personal brands and any yeah. other business for that matter, trying to sell any family member, anything. You would think, oh, I'm introducing money into the equation. It can affect the relationship. It can affect the dynamic. Oh, money. And money, money makes it messy. That's the, that's yeah. the way I say it. That's uh, so true. Yeah. It, it can definitely change the dynamic. But when you're talking about selling a house, a house that you've probably went over and I don't want to don't don't want to spend too much time on, on this specific thing, but imagine no, 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 we don't a house to. that no. you know you've gone to, you've had dinner at, you've had Thanksgiving at, and then you're the person who also has an emotional connection and is, you know, can can relate to them. Um, I would think that you would have their best interest at heart more than anybody else and and more than an external party, but then the fear of not changing that dynamic of the relationship could actually harm the relationship more because mm -hmm. then you would go into the Facebook group and say, wow, my brother used somebody other than me. And now 
not saying that every single person would have that, but what imagine the animosity that you might have towards that person of just knowing like, man, you could have used me. Now you paid somebody else 5000 or $10,000, you know, in closing fees. And it's like, I could have used that. And yeah. those are the little dynamics and those little drama pieces that a lot of people probably have to play with. And, you know, I like to say that personal branding is is ultimately how you build your credibility it's how you establish your reputation it's how you really become well known um, because you're going to have a personal brand regardless you you've had your personal brand from the moment you were born but then you get into your career you grow up and then you start determining what you want to be known for what you want to be known as and then you could start kind of manipulating that narrative and growing that narrative and from there reaping the benefit. But if you're not telling the people and, and the people that you're the most comfortable around, which would be your family members and your friends about what yeah. you do, how can you possibly expect to be comfortable talking to complete strangers about what you do? Uh, you know what? You're definitely, you, you, again, you hit the nail on the head in, in terms of the real estate part. But le like you said, let's, let's open this up and let's maybe even bring in a discussion about uh, maybe a recent situation that, or a recent client that maybe you've worked with, no names, nothing like that. If you don't feel like it, but just um, in your in your experience, um, what would you be telling someone who, again, wanted to reach out to you after this podcast to say, you know, this guy knows what he's talking about. Um, I, I want to find out more about it. Um, what what sort of a relatable uh, story might you have about you know a local a local business or or someone maybe in your own you know in your own in your own state of Arkansas. Yeah, and, and a lot of my business is actually online. I would say that 99.8% yeah. of the business is, is online and I'm actually okay. working to, I'm, I'm, I'm on this cusp of, do I wanna go and expand more of my business offline in, in my local area or do I wanna keep that 100% reserved? You know what, you're absolutely right. You, you might be busier in, you know, you might be busier in New York than you are in your own state uh, uh, because of the fact that the kind of thing you do is for the most part, you know, universal in that sense where it can apply to anybody, you know, do, trying to achieve what you're, what you're helping them to achieve. Definitely. And, and, but one of the examples of a client that did come up in my mind is actually a realtor, a real estate agent who is in Texas. Um, okay. She's about half an hour outside of Dallas and the Dallas market is going big, but she wants to really focus most of her business on kind of one of the, the outside towns. So she doesn't have to kind of intrude and go into the city. And she wants to be able to, you know, be able to ensure that she's giving whoever's working with her the utmost experience and being able to serve them the best way possible. And so one of the things I was telling her is number one, you need to put your face out there, but you don't want to be a cliche. And a lot of people in real estate, they're cliches. You know, you think about the business cards that have the face and I'm, I'm calling, you know, people out, but it's like, they only have the contact number. They have the email, they have the face, but they don't even take the time to put their social media handle on the business card because there's this misconception that they need to, keep business and personal life separate. Now, from a, a mental health, emotional well-being standpoint, you don't want to be sitting on the couch watching TV or at a ball game with your kids and, you know, doing business on your phone. But yeah. to an extent, there is no <clears throat> fine line there to where if you're on social media, you can be marketing yourself and positioning yourself as that real estate agent and as that person and sharing your social media handles. I think about all the different little picket pickets that go into the yard, you know, that have the for sale, for lease, and here's a phone number, and they have the realtor's face on it. They never have the social media handle 
But if I'm wanting somebody to represent me, I want to know them personally as well. I mm -hmm. want to be able to connect with yep. them and trust them. And, oh, you're a family person too. You have kids as well. My daughter is the same age as your daughter. And so something that is, you know, actionable is try putting your social media handles out there. And if you're not using social media for your business and for your real estate business, then you need to start introducing that aspect and say, well, I just did a showing and documenting what you're doing in your day to day. And um, yeah, you're, you're, you're bringing up again, so many good points and, and I'm sorry to have to go back to real estate as, as a reference, but you, you, you kept it there. Um, so the whole idea for me, and I've done research on this, I think the whole idea of glamour shots, which is what they are. Like in the 1980s, there was these glamour shot studios that took these really terrible pictures of people with these awful backgrounds. For some mm -hmm. reason, I think one night, and it might've happened in Texas, actually. I think a bunch of realtors went into one of those places drunk, decided to, to take a bunch of those pictures. They started becoming business card photos and then they ended up on signs. I think that's how it happens because I don't know of any other professional uh, service because this is this is a pretty high stakes business and there's a lot of money on the line. Not too many of them are getting, you know, their their Photoshop pictures and a lot of those pictures, sadly, again, sorry, realtors, but a lot of those pictures are Photoshop pictures from 20 years ago that aren't even accurate. Uh, and that ends up being the image on the sign, which is, of course, not supposed to be the focus of the, the house for sale. The house for sale has its own story that I believe uh, should always take precedence. And it, for me, it always does. I use QR codes like they're going out of business. So I mm. prefer to send people right in the house, right on the virtual tour, right what I call them storytelling tours. Uh, and of course, yeah, email, all the social media stuff that I can squeeze on a sign that we're allowed to. Um, but you're so, again, you, you hit that nail on the head too, my friends. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, one of the other things that I was telling her too is, is don't just focus on the business. And, and this, I, I need to kind of go into detail about that because that would be enough to make me turn off any podcast. Like, don't focus on the business. Let me <laughs> yeah, clarify yeah. that before you decide to click sure. off. One of the things that I was telling her is don't just focus on growing the real estate business, but also focus on growing your personal brand outside of the business and being known as who you are, right? Who she right. is. And her name is Promise Rhodes. I mean, she has no no quarrels or qualms with me mentioning her name, but I was like, you need to be known as Promise Rhodes, the quirky yeah. and true realtor, like the person that instills confidence in your buying and selling a decision, right? I'm, I'm the realtor that instills confidence. That yeah. is, you know, the marketing message and such. But then I told her, I was like, something that you could think about is getting into the press, getting into the media, getting these placements, showing and you know, really demonstrating that even if you're early on in your process, you yep. still have value to deliver. And every single thing online, every single opportunity, I mean, I found you, Paul, you know, through searching on Twitter and I, yeah. I came across your page and then reached out and had a conversation. And that's as simple as it can be. Like it, it, if you think about it, it was a three, four step process oh, yeah. that now has established this new budding friendship and, and this acquaintance. And that is yeah. the same thing with building your business and building your personal brand online. And again, you're, you're saying something that, again, a lot of people are scared to do, which is talking to strangers. You know, aren't we conditioned growing up as kids? Oh, you shouldn't talk to strangers. You don't have conversations. And I would say now the opposite is more true than the other, which is basically saying talk to strangers because of the fact that, you know, even if we just have a quick little back and forth, and this, this is the beauty of old age, 
and I'm not that old, but I'm, I'm, I'm heading into my 50s. So I've seen enough stuff. I've met enough people where I can actually tell within a few exchanges of digital information whether or not this is someone I'm going to have a beer with. And I, I may have even mentioned this on, the, on, the, on, on Twitter, but that's my criteria. Would I have a beer with this person? That's it. Can I be in the room with this person for 10 minutes? And can we have, like we're having now, we just, we, we totally both invested, you know, and after, you know, a couple, you know, whatever, a half an hour of an afternoon into this, not knowing if we're going to have anything to talk about. And obviously, uh, you know, we've got stuff to talk about. So same thing goes with the realtor. Same thing goes with, again, any brand-based business, I believe, is, is having those conversations, but making them, as you said, making them real, making them about, you know, actual people and, and voices, uh, hopefully eventually, uh, you know, maybe helping each other on a business level. But that also doesn't, you know, like I, 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 I also have a zero expectations policy, meaning that uh, if I just have a beer with someone and that's the end of it, that's, that's a pretty good 10 bucks invested for me. <laughs> but and, and another thing is they're afraid of talking about themselves and uh, yeah. that's that's a big problem people have because they feel like if they're talking about themselves they'll be perceived negatively or they'll be perceived in the wrong way or what if i say everything and our minds have this keen little trait to where we all of a sudden pinpoint every single thing that could go wrong and we never focus on what could go right in a situation. And that's survival instincts. You know, if we're thinking about, oh, if we set up camp here, what if a tiger comes through or what if a, this tree limb falls over? Or like, what if there's a yep. sinkhole that opens up underneath us? Like it, it's what makes us human. But at the same time, we didn't do that just happen? Didn't that just didn't all that just happen this week in the news, though? Weren't we attacked by like 12 UFOs and 16 hot air balloons. <laughs> so oh yeah, we, we could all, we could talk about that for do. hours. That's that's exactly my point. All, all of those things are going to happen anyways, uh, and then you just sort of go on with your day, and you still do the podcast, even though the aliens are watching. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, what I would also say, though, a, a quick kind of a action item, right? Something that they could do is if you don't like talking about yourself initially, right? Making the conversation about you. I have found that if you make the conversation about the other person more times than not, you're going to realize that you can introduce what you do in a healthy way to where you're yeah. not coming across as, hey, I'm the realtor. You need to work with me like you're looking desperate. But if, let's say you're meeting somebody for the first time in, in the mall or at a coffee shop and you're like, hey, like. Like, for example, you see the name Jack on the cup, right? And just saying like, yeah. Jack, that's my grandfather's name. And then you get into a conversation with this random guy who's picking up coffee on a yep. Sunday morning or a Monday morning. And next thing you know, you get into a conversation and, you know, you're just asking questions about Jack and yeah. come to find out Jack is looking to sell his house. And now all of a sudden, and this is in a perfect world, every single scenario goes right. But yeah. it can be a conversation that is as simple as, no way. I know yeah. that person too, or, Hey, I could do that. Or I've, I've seen that happen before. And you just, you ask questions about that person and you find layers of rapport, right? You start yeah. finding ways that you can connect with that person and establish some common ground. And with time, that common ground can open up those opportunities to work together or to be that, you know, Superman who swoops in and be like, Hey, I have the, I have the solution. Isaac, uh, you know what? I know for a fact that we could go on on this, and this is the sign of a great podcast, in my opinion. I know there's going to be a part two. 
uh, Stallone, Stallone perfected the sequels, but I like doing it on a podcast level. So um, I can tell that we've already got, again, probably 10 more topics to cover. But as far as today's podcast, I just wanted to say thank you for your time today. Thanks for sharing some of these great insights. And I know for a fact that people listening are going to want to reach out and ask you for more because that's the whole point of this thing is to start a conversation, preferably for you, uh, that ends up becoming something, you know, perhaps more, uh, you know, more, more, more lucrative, more, uh, again, more of an introduction for you to, to for what you do uh, to the people listening. So once again, Isaac, I just wanted to say thanks uh, for joining me for, uh, for the podcast today. Paul, thank you again for the invitation. I know that you're in between some client meetings too, so I know you got to get running, but yeah, I appreciate it again. And, um, you know, if anybody wants to to kind of reach out with, you know, reach out to me, I can be found everywhere online just by Googling Isaac Mashman or all my social media handles are at Isaac Mashman as well. Excellent. I appreciate it. I was going to say, if you didn't leave your contact details, uh, I'll definitely make sure that I add them into the um, podcast liner notes uh, and just send me all the various ways people can reach you uh and again any offers that uh, that you might have to uh to help them that's uh, that doesn't that doesn't hurt to uh you know add to the story as well so thanks again isaac really appreciate your time today absolutely and paul you have a great day as well you too my friend take care